occasionally in the artist edition feed, something that we do is provide you with convention Q&As, that sort of thing, that we don't actually excerpt on the show. Or maybe we reserve the right to excerpt on the show at a later date. An excerpt from this particular panel did not make it into the final cut of episode 33 of Giant Size, mostly just to try to keep the overall runtime down, but if you are a hardcore big deal fan of Grace Ellis, Brick Allen, and Babstar, or any of the individual three of them, I mean, you don't have to be a fan of all of them, you should enjoy this Q&A moderated by Annie Bullock, a Valkyrie, one of the chief Valkyries, if I may say so, at Staple 2015. The entire panel audio is excerpted here. There's a fellow who asks a question at one point who doesn't come off the best, uh, doesn't seem to be very familiar with the, the work of the individuals on the stage. I would I would caution you to jump to conclusions uh, about this uh, particular fellow uh, having a conversation with him after the panel. I, I gather that... Um, Look, I, I don't know what the, the non-ableist way to discuss this is, but as someone who had an autistic younger sibling, I'll say that he, he came off as, as having uh, some form of, of a developmental disability and was just kind of left at the convention on his own. And social situations in public, in front of people, talking in front of people, not necessarily something that he's wired to be able to handle. So if, uh, if I could ask one thing of you, dear listener, it is to uh, show him the charity of the benefit of the doubt. So without further ado, here is the Q&A moderated by Annie Bullock from 8th Dimension Comics in Houston, Texas, with Babstar, Grace Ellis, Brooke Allen, listed in no particular order, basically as their names hit the front of my brain. Enjoy. Hello. <laughs> to the uh, Q&A here. We've got uh, Bob Starr and uh, Grace Ellis and Brooke Allen are here from uh, so Batgirl and Lumberjanes and other things. So I don't really know how to uh, kick this off. Um, I guess y'all have all had a really big year. Yeah. So it's like, what were you doing this time last year versus right now? I feel like this is the moment in like the biopic where we flash back and we see like the rest of like the interesting part of the story. I think this is the intro. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. A year ago, we were like just starting to write stuff for Lumberjanes, and like you're, I think like a month ago, like 13 months ago from today, we had like signed our contracts and stuff. Wow. Um, but I don't know. Just working my student job. That <laughs> was at Trader Joe's. Um, I was working at a game company in San Francisco. We make like educational iPhone games. Super boring. (laughs) That's very important. Yeah, educational games. Okay, so how I guess how things changed for you in the last year? Everything. Everything Everything has changed. Um, I used to do freelance and in my free time, so I'd work a full time job and then I'd come home and then I'd. I was doing freelance for Hasbro, or I'd like would draw on my own, and I was like constantly updating things, trying to get like something like Batgirl going, or whatever could sustain me, so I could quit my full-time job. Um, but now it's like I just at home drawing comics, and then I come out here and I get to meet all you great people and um, travel a lot more, and um, I have this whole like comic family community now. I think we did like a lap. 
laugh around the comic book store before like, when we get close and be like, no one's ever talked to me. <laughs> 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 you guys are silly too. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Sorry, we're like a love fest up here. What was the question? How different is it now? Oh, um, it's actually not too different. Um, what? I'm still at Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I like still keep a day job, but the difference is now people like recognize me and be like, oh my god, Lumberjanes, and then I'm like, I'll tear your ticket, this is where your movie theater is. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool, I mean, I like yeah. being cool. You know, suddenly it's kind of everywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of a you know, an auspicious debut. And of course, your your was very high profile when yeah. it came out. So I was like, well, here you are on stage uh, uh, for all that. So like, I guess uh, tell me a little bit about what that's been like. What you know, what expectations versus? Um, I I never done a comic before. I got Batgirl. I was I was I majored in illustration in school, and. It was very editorial based, which means like for magazines and newspapers and comics just seemed like a lot of work for not a lot of pay, so I never pursued it wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, but it's like if DC or Marvel had contacted me, I'd be like, okay, because they could like support me and I quite my first time job to do that when that happened. Sure. So, um, it's been crazy. <laughs> that answer? in like the process that y'all have that's different because you have like the, oh, the, yes. the biggest company you could be working for and y'all is obviously a smaller operation but you still have editors and yeah everything. Uh, expectations I I didn't really I thought everyone would kind of be really mad at it because it's very different than what they were already doing and then like the exact opposite happened like everyone was like finally like something different and that's kind of what happened and I didn't expect it but the writers claimed that they knew that that was going to happen but I was like scared to change it because, like, I feel like DC fans and Batgirl fans, like, they really get attached to what their character is and who they are. And we are doing such a different version of her. Um, I was nervous about it, but it is luckily pretty well received. So it turned out pretty well. So pretty well received. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing okay. <laughs> I mean, um, when, when Lumberjanes was like a little baby idea, it was just me and Shannon. Um, and it like, Shannon Shannon Waters, who was supposed to be on this panel, has the flu. And it's like a really gross flu, like one of her eyeballs swelled up. And I'm saying that because it's really gross and really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, is she a writer or an artist? She, she's an editor at Boom. Okay. Um, so like, it's it was kind of a different process for Lumberjanes than most comics, most comics because we already knew it was happening. Um, we just kind of had to get final approval on everything. Um, so when it was just Shannon and I just like shooting the shit back and forth over Skype, like it just kind of felt like this made up thing. Like it was really abstract. Um, and like 
someone will probably read this, like, whatever. Um, and then it just kind of, like, exploded slowly. Like, as soon as Noel got on board, we were like, oh, maybe people will read this. And then it was like, oh, my God, we're going into a second printing of this issue. And oh, then it was I like, oh. Noel had come up with the idea. No, she, I mean, she came in, like, kind of early, but. Oh, so yeah. you, oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Did, did everybody know that? Did everybody know that? The history of lumber jeans. That's true. So how did how did you get brought in? Uh, when uh, when did you? Uh, come in? You um, got brought in before the pitch got sent. Right. So yeah. um, to help out the pitch, like I did the original character designs. They're not very good. But um, they're really good. And I <laughs> didn't have a computer at the time, so they're just like pencil drawings. They're on, in like, my house. On paper. <laughs> Necessarily, but there's definitely you know sort of excuse to a younger demographic. Yeah. Like at, at my shop, we've had a couple of Girl Scouts groups come in because they're working on it. Yes. They have a comic artist badge now in Girl Scouts, which is amazing. Yes. So yeah, and it's uh, if you're in seventh grade, you get to go do that. So we've had a couple of different groups of girls eleven to thirteen come in. I was showing a bunch of different comics, and they they do tend they 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 all squeal about Sailor Moon. Um, but, but yeah, but also like you know we talk about it, like, and then they, everybody loves lumberjanes, especially you know who loves lumberjanes the most is the scout leaders. And they, uh, we've had both, both uh, you know that like the different times they've come in, they they like bought issues and they're like, here you go, girls, you all you all need to read this and everything. They're very excited. Aww. Everybody loves Jim. So But I guess so. Uh, my my point in in this is how how do you approach that? How do you, you think about doing something for What's obviously sort of a younger audience, but also plenty of adults are reading it. Um, well, my writers write a lot of the stories, but um, all of the stories. Uh, but it's it's tailored to what I would like to draw. So, in like a weird way, I'm like steering the ship a little bit. But I'm like like recently. So we just are finishing our arc, our six issue arc, and then the guys are like writing new ones right now, and they're like, "What do you want to draw, Bad?" So I'm like, "Uh." Okay, and I just started naming fun things, and um, like, what did I? I told him I wanted to do like, like a Scooby Doo Eyes Wide Shut episode, and then I like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, for kids, <laughs> <laughs> for kids, and then like, a, like a Tron episode, and maybe like, like a roller derby episode, and I'm like, just I just started 
spewing out these things that I think I would like be fun to draw in the comic. And they they started pitching me the story back, like incorporating the things that I wanted to do. So that's like pretty pretty cool. So I guess that's kind of what what we approach it. Um, if I'm excited about drawing it, like it's gonna translate to the page, and the readers are gonna be excited about writing it. And I like cool stuff, so <laughs> that's kind of how we do it. <laughs> kind of difficult I guess because like Lumberjanes is an all-ages book and we approach it from like a very all-ages point of view and I think that <coughs> the reason it like plays so well to kids is because they are kids and we don't we like try really hard to not stoop and like simplify the story at all um it's just kind of a simple story to begin with um and the reason it plays well for adults is because there are like jokes that adults can get but the trick for the whole thing is like you don't want like jokes that adults will get that kids will just like see on the page and not understand at all. Um, I, I talked about this in my interview with you so earlier. Tricky. Yeah, um, like in the first issue, there's like this dumb throwaway line about um, where, where Rosie's like, what's the story wishbone? Um, which is like, yeah, like a few people think that's funny. <laughs> but, like, but like, and like, I think it's funny and that's why I wrote it. But like, not everyone does, but you know when you see that, that, that that's like, a funny thing to say in general. Um, yeah. So like writing wise, it's that's the hardest line for me to walk. Is like what's funny to everyone, but is especially funny to like five people. Well, yeah. I mean, I I just I just draw it, but um, <laughs> I guess that's a really great tribute to this struggle with adapting for like an all ages um, book would be like stylistically like, I, I tend to want to like over render things and and I mean I don't have to worry about like oh like don't draw too, this thing too scary like don't draw like a boob in there or something <laughs> that doesn't ever come up in the script so I don't have to worry about it but like um, just like the look of it um, trying to find like a, a nice um, sort of simplify the characters, but then keep it interesting as well. Um, so I look at like cartoons for that. Just think about it, like it's a cartoon. We have asked you before too, like like especially issue two is the one that comes to mind <coughs> with the, the monster, the sea monster. We asked you if that was like an okay thing for you to, to draw, because we didn't know if that was gonna be too scary. For me? Yeah, yeah I didn't want to scare myself. You get a, a script and it's like, oh, this grossing myself out right now. <laughs> it's like only in comics I feel like that. Cause you yeah. never choose to draw something that would make you feel icky or like you don't really love. Yeah, absolutely. What specifically are you talking about? I don't know, like anytime I have to draw a part of the story where it's like sad, like I have to, I feel sad. And I like, so like my favorite, my favorite things to draw are like when someone gets, is giving a hard time to somebody else, is giving a hard time to somebody else. Someone's like, being sassy. Yeah. <laughs> sassy. Yeah, that's like my favorite bit to draw. I mean, I didn't really answer your all age thing. We're we're trying to do like fourteen and up, so right. for sixteen and up, so that's what we aim for. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know everybody different 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 demographics, but I mean, I actually was we're just trying to make the fun idea stuff yeah. because if it's fun for us, it's gonna be fun for everybody else. Yes. I think that's the goal. We just exactly. want to make fun comics. Yeah. 
Well, if I like it, you're gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> I have great taste. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I mean I think that's that is great because I, I mean it, the answer for right from a writing standpoint is somewhat more you know more obvious like hey no cursing no you know the, yeah. like super adult themes maybe but um but the art is actually it's, it's interesting how you have to do that because it is different and like it's a definitely departure from what they were doing before and it's yeah. it stands out it's you know it's cute it's it's cosplayable yeah uh, you know <laughs> things which you know makes a difference so one time I did get in trouble I put a cartoon wiener on the wall and like a, in the bathroom it was a bathroom graffiti yeah. right and those are what what bathroom doesn't have that drawing it's just like a like the dumbest drawing of like a wiener you could possibly imagine <laughs> and DC was like you can't have that I was like it's so, it's so stupid I can't, who is that gonna offend if it's for 16 and up yeah. I'm surprised yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway so I changed it to the Dick Grayson symbol. That's in there. It's issue one. See if you can find it. Which honestly, in that in that world, probably that would also be on bathroom walls. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> yeah. That's what it like, I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I have uh, a, a microphone here, so if anybody has any questions, I can go around and uh, do this because it's not all about me. So does anybody? Oh, good hands. Okay. Let me, let me get down there, please. And not fall down. Just make the shy don't people talk down. loud. That's about right, it. Right, don't fall down. Okay, who, I saw you first here. Antonio Hill. Uh, can I just, uh, because I don't want anyone to speak into this. Okay, so what if you, are you planning to do comics that are targeted to, uh, you know, adults because, you know, because in a way you're somewhat uh, censoring your comic via the artwork or the text. I so are you going to do some stuff that's you know a bit more darker and thought provoking that say, is this morally right or wrong? It's not more about entertainment, but more about you know thought provoking. And after the person has read it, they'll still be thinking about it. For example, the few uh, by the guy who made the puppets. It was back in 1965. It was this hour-long special back in CBS, but I'm somewhat going off the topic now. <laughs> <laughs> so more, more, more adult type stuff, or is there any plans for uh... Yeah, well both of our books have kind of already have a, an established tone, so I don't think we could really yeah. change it too much at this point, but I know eventually like me and my writers maybe want to like work on, on an image book like down the line together, and that way we could tackle a lot more and there's no like corporate head like being like, oh you can't add that or do this or that. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you can like do whatever you want. Bathroom wall wiener. Uh, are you going to do some collaborations with people you have not done before? For example, the author from Lighter Than Air. I won't be work. I don't know if I'll work with that person specifically, but, but <laughs> maybe. I, I have no idea who you have. Who you guys are? I have not read any of your comics. I hope so. Otherwise, that's the end of my career. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've read your books. I'm going to look into the future and say, yeah, it seems likely. So it's yeah. good. So you should read their stuff. It's good. Okay, all the way over here. <laughs> Bad girls are available at my table. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody needs to catch up. Yeah. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Layla, and I'm wondering which person is most like Ripley, because that's my favorite character. Oh. Babs. What? <laughs> She's most like Ripley. I don't know who that is, so I'll have to look at that. Wow, lumberjanes are available at our table. <laughs> so cookie cutter like it's not a boy band you know where it's well here's the cute one and here's the sort of smart like, the one. edgy one so, yeah, yeah it's, actually you know. actually like early in the process they talked to us and they were like we should they need types we need like a sporty spice in there <laughs> and like all this and we were like no <laughs> i don't know if you've actually read this comic but i don't think we can do that <laughs> but they but they have really specific yeah, traits, and that's something that people are going to relate to. Yeah, more. I mean, they're it's like, because it's not so general. We're trying to make them like people. Like, they're all like really vaguely based, like like a pinch based on people that I actually know, you know? And like, I think that's what makes it work. It's not like we tried to have like a ginger spice. You definitely won't find like posh in there anywhere, you know? Sure. Okay. Uh, somebody else? Uh, you're right here, so. Yeah. So you talked about the, uh, the, wall willy that you couldn't draw. Yeah. Um, but you, but with your artwork, you put a lot of details in the background. Can you tell us about some of the little Easter eggs that you oh, yeah. in the issues of Batgirl? So when I first got the job, I was like, I was like, I'm going to sneak in so much stuff because I didn't understand why nobody does it. <laughs> <laughs> or like anyone at DC, I guess I should say. But yeah, I think I put off the record, I put like a Sailor Moon in every single issue, so yes. look for that. <laughs> and then we try to color her different, you know, so we don't get 100% in trouble, but I sneak in a Sailor Moon, and then in a lot of crowds I'll put friends, like um, Kate Leth is in it, in the gallery scene, and then I put Marceline, Duo Maxwell, Sailor Moon, uh, who else, Janelle Monet, like anyone that I like, kind of love at the moment, like, Betty is in almost a lot of crowd scenes. Yeah. She's like my go-to like Burnside hipster, ideal Burnside hipster. So she's in it a lot. I put her and Jordan in the next one, and it's like it's like a concert scene, and then we have these like robots taking pictures and like putting it on like a screen in the in like the on the stage. And I put I put Betty and Jordan like as the one. That's Betty Felon. She draws this. She has this blog that's called um like com comic strip something. Fa yes, fashion tips for comic strips, and it's really cute. So if you like cute fashiony things that also have anything to do with comics, like you should follow her blog. And she's adorable. She's like, she's like this cute Asian girl. She has these big bows that she wears in her hair all the time, and like a leather jacket, and like Peter Pan collar style. It's cute. She's I add her all the time. Well, Chris Anka I put in there a lot. Uh, 
just my friends. Like, it's just easier to put in, like, people I know. And I went to art school, so I have, like, all these, like, hipster people, like, just pull from and put in the Burnside. Um, but, yeah, uh, if you catch anything, and you can always tweet at me, and I'll, like, confirm if it's, like, if I, that is, like, an Easter egg or not. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, I think we've spotted the Valkyrie flying bees. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, she's in, it's, a, it's a framed in Batgirl's apartment with Frankie above the record player in between the two windows is the Valkyrie sign, so. That's right. So for the, like, for some of y'all who might not know, the, the Valkyries, uh, which I'm a member of, so that's why I knew about it, um, uh, are a uh, organization for women who work in comic shops and, and retail that uh, Kate Leth, who I'm sure is at her table right now, uh, founded. So a bunch of us in here are in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at me. Um, <laughs> is this, is this a reference you know? One time, I mean, like, I draw really sloppily, but one time I, I drew, um, like, just like in the background, like some little, like, way off in the distance, like little Bigfoots. And Marta just colored over them green. Because, <laughs> um, like, they're, they're like really tiny. So she was like, oh, the rock. Color it green. I was like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I've put my friends in like a couple of the group scenes. I think there's um, there's a lot of Jurassic Park references. <laughs> the ones that are actually like written the, in. The textual ones and like the ones you added. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's one, so there's this one that's coming up in 13, because I'm not on the issues 9 to 12, so like the one I'm back on is 13, and uh, there's like a, a particular part where there's like all of these kids going to their respective camps, um, like band camp or what, whatever, I don't know, like equestrian camp or something. And then one, like they just didn't, <laughs> y'all didn't, didn't specify. So like I, I just drew like a little baby Alan Grant. Um, and he's got his like, he's, instead of like the, um, his seatbelt, he has them like tied. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's Easter egg. <laughs> I thought it was great, Brooke. Thank you. Okay, and you can have her here. Hi. So, um, I know when like the first designs of the new Batgirl came out, there was like a major like increase in sales for yellow Doc Martens. Oh yeah. Which I thought was incredible. Um, and they like sold out in a day. Really ridiculous. <laughs> Um, and I was wondering, for like the Lumberjanes girls, like, have you guys seen an increase in like shaved side hair and flannel? <laughs> and, like, you can't get shaved side hair anymore. It's sold, it's sold yeah. out. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, just earlier today, somebody was talking to us about how like they're really grateful that they have something to cosplay now because they have the sides of their head shaved which is great. And I think that like it happens kind of frequently, like someone will be cosplaying and they'll come up to the table and talk to us. And we just like have this silent conversation. It's like, are they cosplaying or are they just dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, we like your attire. It's the, yeah. And they're like, you're just like, I like your outfit. <laughs> 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 it'll be terrible if we were like, that's an awesome Mal cosplay. And they're like, Read the comic yet, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Which can happen. Yeah, it's just possible. Um, so I have a question. Whoever 
so um, kind of related to Easter eggs, I really liked the kind of uh, anagrams and symbolic things in Lumberjane. So I was wondering, how, how do you come up with those, and were there any sort of uh, hidden jokes or Easter eggs in the symbology or the, the hidden in the anagrams? Uh, the anagrams were mostly X-Files jokes, <laughs> um, pretty much exclusively. There was... <laughs> I don't, I don't need you. There was one, there was a typo in one of them. Sorry. No, no, no. I, it's, no, it's okay. We should have, we should have caught it. Um, oh, so I drew it right. No, no, you drew it wrong. We should have told you that you drew it wrong earlier. Um, no, I'm a little bit dyslexic. So it was like, draw these letters, and it's like, oh, this is a really difficult thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done that for yourself. But there was one that was like, probably would have like, opened the door to a lot of questions if like, two of the letters had been correct, but they weren't. <laughs> Shut so that it door and slammed it. Became nothing. Um, what was it? <laughs> Answer it now. Um, should do, should we? I don't know. It was just kidding. No, no. It was. It was. Like, it really, was I don't I have no it, idea. No, it, it anagrammed her Rosie knows everything. Oh. Um, which is well, like actually not a spoiler. Everything. It's not a spoiler at this point. Like <laughs> if you're caught up, you you kind of like know that. But like, yeah. I mean. They're, but they were mostly X-Files jokes. They don't, they, most of them didn't mean anything. <laughs> one of them was... So cool. The truth is one, out there. The truth is out there. Yeah. Make sure you drink your Ovaltine was one of them. <laughs> 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 we're really frustrated. <laughs> as, like, writers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed somebody. So many people. Okay, here you go. I was going to ask, uh, this is Brooks and Babs, do y'all work digitally or uh, traditionally? Usually, or have you Digital. always done that? I can do either, but digital is just faster and makes more sense. And it's like, yeah. I do both. Um, all of those are good points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can't sell like the original art. Yeah, it's yeah. like so, another thing of income. Yeah. So sometimes I'll do like an issue. I haven't done very many of the issues traditional. I think we only did two of them. But um, the next, like, I'm gonna try to just like alternate it. Um, we'll see what happens. Like, if you can figure out which pages would sell, you could, like, switch. This is going to be a good one, and then do that one traditional. That's true. <laughs> yeah, if there's going to be one that's, that's like, smart. nothing's happening on the page. Yeah. Then, like, we'll make sure that there are no pages like that. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. Grace and Noelle write, like, a page of just forest. Uh, I've got a comment and a question. Uh, Grace, you're talking about the jokes that are like for like five people, very specific. Yeah. I think in issue, it was issue seven, I caught the League of Their Own reference. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. I laughed so hard, it was so great. Noel, <laughs> Noel wanted to take that out because she didn't get it, and I was like, no, I really need you to watch this movie. And we sat down with her and made her watch it. <laughs> Is it There's No Crying in Baseball? No, it's Lay Off the High One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the question was um, for all y'all, if uh, y'all could get your hands on any like intellectual property, like your dream intellectual property from like movies, video games. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa, how would y'all tackle that for comics? <laughs> Anything. Yeah. 
any intellectual property and make it a comic. Yeah. Like movies, video games. Mine are all like terrible, and I'm pretty sure like they're probably not hard to get. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm also equally sure that no one would read them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just everything I liked as a kid: Beast Wars, Street Sharks, Fight Club. I want all those. Street Sharks and comic books are pretty cool. this a little bit because I, we got turned down but I we were working on uh, does anybody watch Carmilla the web series yeah. we, we were working on that and like like had it all laid out and then they just didn't have the money to do it so I think if I lived in a dream world that's the one I would do because it'd be so fun you know because like if, you, if you're not familiar with it the whole um, web series takes place in just their dorm room and they're always talking about things like happening and the reason they do that is because they don't have any money to like film those things happening yeah. but if you have a comic book you can do whatever you want you know so like I want to do that. I want to live in that world. That's fun. Uh, yeah, it is. I guess my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, is Empire Records. I don't know if everyone's seen yes. it. But I think Thank that you. would be a fun comic. Like just watching those characters, like their day to day in the record store. I think would be fun. Yeah. Nice for uh, Grace. Uh, whoever, uh, who is behind all the amazingly punny badges? Like absolutely. Oh, it's totally just a team effort. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it started. It started out just like as a tiny joke. I was just like, I really want a pungent master badge, and then it just evolved into like this like massive list that it's just like this Google Doc that just like never stops. <laughs> and how do you feel about uh, X Files potentially returning? Mixed feelings. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about it after the panel. If you Hi, um, I have a question about, like, with Batgirl and the wonderful response that the costume has gotten, do you feel like there's a direction going, like, that the, that the mainstream comics are going in that direction more, or are you worried that because it's aimed at theoretically a younger audience, or it's like, this is the girls, but do you feel, are you worried about being, like, tokenized and put in this, or do you think the industry's actually taking this example and running with it and being like, let's do more of this? They definitely are taking it and running with it. Like, I don't know if anyone, heard, like, heard of, DC's doing this thing called Convergence, and then afterward, they're they're launching like 24 new books. I mean, they're keeping 24 of the books, and the new launch, the new launched books are like literally. I think Bleeding Cool wrote an article, and they were like the Batgirling of DC Comics, where they were like saying that our direction has inspired them to like take more chances and do more like, um, like less of the same stuff that they've been doing, I should say, I guess. They, it's usually like gritty and dark and like very traditional comics, but now they're like taking more of a chance. So I think they saw what happened with Batgirl and they're running with it. And like costume wise, like all we did was like, like the costume's still sexy, it's just not sexualized. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like a big difference. And like, since I'm the artist, like I, I like to draw sexy girls. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I try to make, you know, it's like, what we want to see and feel like as like being sexy ladies instead of like what a dude like showing like if you're two his butt shot and like crotch shots like in the air and then like bending really weird like I don't do that so <laughs> I think that direction is really good too yeah like why didn't you just like do the power girl thing or just like, <laughs> just, like, or, like that just, just done like the like, above <laughs> I kind of love that actually no well Cameron and I collaborated on the design 
design. Cameron Stewart is one of the writers, and he's also like a great comic artist on his own. And he had had this great face done, and um, I added details on top of it to make it what it is right now. And but if I had designed it, it would probably be much more scandalous. So I think it's good that we like collaborated on it because he he had this vision for it, and then I got to like add some Babs fashion stuff on top. So it turned out pretty cool. Okay, so I like to draw all the time. And when I draw, I notice that I tend to, when I'm drawing an expression, like copy the expression on my own face. So I'll be sitting there drawing and someone will be like, are you okay? You look like you're ready to kill somebody. <laughs> so do you have any weird drawings? Like do you draw? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any like weird things that you do when you draw? Yeah, I definitely make the faces. Yeah, I make the faces. <laughs> and then like, maybe not so much in lumberjanes because like their hands are a little like stubs with like a, a squiggle for like fingers. Um, but like with like the hands and stuff, I'll be like, what with them? Where does it go? Yeah, and I'll still mess it up. I like if you were to get a hold of my my MacBook and look at the the, the photo booth, <laughs> there'd be horrible, horrible, embarrassing pictures of reference that I've taken on there. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of the Lumberjanes. Like we came here and we did a weird cosplay and stuff. Um, so uh, stand up, stand up. Okay. My shirt's not red, but like Lumberjanes and like they really like it, but what is like the weirdest response you've probably ever gotten to Lumberjanes? Like the weirdest or craziest response? I think we did a signing one. We did a signing one time, um, and it was it was actually it was really cute. Like it's it was um, this group of people, like young, like pretty young kids, um, and you could tell there was like one ringleader who oh, was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, who was super into Lumberjanes, and just, <laughs> she was Ripley. Yeah, she was Ripley, and she forced all of her friends to do it, and they had no idea, and just no, like, they had never been in a comic shop before, they had no idea what was happening, they had no idea who we were, but they were being really supportive, and it was super cute. The best. And they just hung out for, like, a long time. Um, I don't think any of them ever read the comic, but their... Res they go home with comics, though. I think they did. Yeah. Nice. The, the response, cool. But the response that, um, one of the girls in the group had, upon learning that there were mixtapes in the back, was like, I really want you to put this band on the mixtape. <laughs> and we said yes, and then I totally forgot about it. <laughs> what was the band? She I played it for a long time. I know, we listened to like a whole and album. And then she made me draw all the band members. <laughs> 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 they were like in Love for Jane's style. I like have, like, a But they were like lumberjane style, so they were just like a little like head with dot eyes and like <laughs> no, they all was, looked very similar. It was really cute. It was just like really strange to be like commanded to do this really specific thing for this band <laughs> that I had never heard of. We also oh, and we also got like the this like mom and daughter came to the oh table. My God. And like the daughter was like, Yeah, Lumberjanes is cool. And then the mom like was like, well, like tell me all about this, you know. And Grace gave her the pitch, and she was like, can I just like come back there and kiss you? <laughs> <laughs> and Grace is like, yeah. 
Easter egg, the Gravity Fall theme song. Um, did you kind of base it off Gravity Falls? No. Um, and I, I'm only like quick to answer that because they were like kind of happening at the same time, and we get that a lot. Um, but they were totally separate. Um, and I, I mean, like honestly, they're not that similar. Like uh, it's I like watched. woods. Okay, well, <laughs> it's it's like woods and monsters, and like the tone is kind of like spunky, I guess. But like. I don't know. I think the the writing like styles are pretty different. Um, but I don't know. I like the Gravity Falls theme song. I wish we had that theme song. Oh, it's you, you such a, a good song theme song. It. It's, yeah, it's such, such a, a good cartoon. Line. It is. <laughs> Let me throw it. You should hire us. Speaking of your uh, the mixtape, who who does this? Who's who's responsible for putting those together? Is I do. I put them together. That's awesome. They're great. We have uh, on the drive up here last night. We're listening to it on uh, Spotify, and it, it was it was really great music. Is there so one for each issue? Good job. There's one yeah. for the first seven. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you have to do them in all of them. <laughs> I agree. Awesome. Get back to work. <laughs> Did I see? Oh, he's got one. Of that answer, it was very much like Avengers. Like <laughs> Shannon, what? Shannon is like. <laughs> well, I you, you, you don't know about this. Like really serious. Yeah, you might not know about this, Babs, because you're DC and like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I can see what's going on from my ivory tower. <laughs> Shannon was like, you know. Um, Nick Fury, and then she was like, yeah, I've got, I've got this thing I'm working on, it's called Lumberjane. And she brought in Grace, who's Thor, clearly. Oh. And <laughs> Thor. She loves her hammer. Anyway, <laughs> and then Noelle, I don't, she's like Tony Stark, I think. Oh, yeah. She flew Perfect. in, and, was like, and she was like, look at all these character designs. And then, um, and then I'm like Bruce Banner, <laughs> and then Whitney, my editor, is the Hulk. So yeah. that's pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that's how that happened. That's like actually an astonishingly good like analogy <laughs> for what happened. Yeah. And then, and then wow. our booth is at the end of the. It's in that other room, <laughs> and it's at the back. Way back. The way way back. Did you guys pitch it? Well, there was. How did you get a foot in the door? I'm just curious. <laughs> there was. 
in um, yeah. Nick Fury. Yeah. There was an, oppor an opportunity arose at Boom for a new book. Um, they're actually looking for a book, something they could do a book and like a t an animated show for. Um, so whatever we pitched, like we had to keep in mind that there were probably going to be two things, or ideally there would be two things. Obviously, like the animated part is like taking a lot longer, or might not happen at all. Who even knows at this point? But um, so there was an opportunity there, and Shannon like was already working there, so she was like, we should do this, and like we were friends. Like you she, knew Shannon. I knew Shannon because okay. um, I I also. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like no, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I am a contributor at this website called Auto, Auto Straddle, um, where oh, I was like yeah, a writer yeah. and like I had gone to school for script writing and all of this stuff. Um, so she like liked my writing. That's why. Okay. Listen. <laughs> yeah, Babs. How did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> they like my drawing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like your drawing. Thanks. Too. I would admire you. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that, I mean, that's, that's like, how that part of it happened, is cool. that, like, Shannon already worked there, and, like, she, the opportunity was important. And, yeah. and, and, and no, no, no Whitney is my aunt, so. Oh, okay. We did go to school together. No, I, as, soon as, as soon as we started working on it, Shannon was like, I have an artist that I know who will be perfect for this, and it was Brooke. And we tried out a couple other people, and they just didn't get it. And that's the truth. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I, I guess my question comes from, there are some, but obviously a much smaller um, number of comics that are geared towards uh, women and girls for reading. Uh, did that play into the factor uh, with you guys with like, there aren't enough truly women-centric comics that really need to be out there? Because like, there's a lot of weird guy spin-off comics that happen or whatever that aren't necessarily just the superheroes. But as far as women comics, I feel like there weren't a lot, and I feel like that's changing and that's good and exciting. <laughs> Thank you for your statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, did that play into your, your decision to make um, them? Cameron Stewart and Brendan Fletcher had the idea for Batgirl and, and making it the way it was, and I think they just wanted to make a fun comic and not necessarily like a, a comic for girls. I think there's like a little bit of a difference, I guess. But yeah, there there aren't enough, and it's good that ours appeals. But we, I just I think we just wanted like a different kind of comic than that what was out there, because we have a lot of guy readers still. Um, that that love the book and we're just trying to make some bet sir and, uh, <laughs> and yeah we're just trying to make like a fun fun comic everybody can enjoy so yeah I mean I think Lumberjanes is similar but maybe not the same because I think like partway through the process it occurred to us like oh this is going to be like an all woman comic and we should probably like we can we can lean into this because like I don't know I'm pretty gay Shannon's pretty gay and we're like we're just not gonna put men in this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's how they ended up at a scout camp, because we were like, what if, where is a place where, like, teenage girls hang out where there are no boys? Camp. Um, so that's, like, I mean, at some point in the creation process, it was, like, we are going to do this. It is going to be an all-woman team. It was, like, very intentional. And, like, that's kind of where you get, like, the, the like, famous woman explicitives from, is from, like, me being kind of an asshole and being like, we're gonna teach feminism while we're doing this. <laughs> um, so like, there, yeah. <laughs> so like, as, like it, the, the goal of the comic isn't to be like, like 
women, the comic. The goal of women. <laughs> we should pitch that though. <laughs> <laughs> messages in it like it's not like just like we're doing whatever we want there's there are like themes and things we're trying to say with this comic but the there there was a point there where we made the intentional decision to like make it about women because no one else is really doing this yeah yeah i i, I like all the references to because even if i don't know who i can tell there's a reference being made to somebody I see you over there. And so I, uh, then I Google. Uh, it's yeah. nice to have Google. So. Yeah, there's so many that, I, <laughs> that I'm learning about. So I, I, I encourage everyone to Google things you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> that information exists. Okay. So how intense are your deadlines now that you're a professional comic artist? And how do you burn through that time where you're just like, I don't want to draw? Um, they're pretty intense. Uh, it's just a matter of if you, you're gonna meet deadlines if like you're if you realize like oh well I'll just like I'll get fired <laughs> if I don't. So that really sets a fire under your butt, and um, it's my all ages <laughs> under your butt. And and there's plenty of times where like I definitely don't want to draw, but um, I think setting aside time, like a designated time to just chill out, and, like go hang out with your friends and stuff, and then a work time, um, a little bit of structure there, that goes a long way too, um, versus when you're in school and stuff, you can kind of be like, yeah, I just want to like, I'm just going to draw for like an hour, and then hang out with my friends, and then draw for an hour, or whatever. Um, yeah, that's how I handle it. And coffee. 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 Yeah, a lot of coffee. Um, the the back schedule's on. I get I get five weeks to do twenty pages, and I do about a page a day. Or I I goof off for two weeks, and then I work really like a dog for like three weeks, <laughs> which is usually what happens. Um, and I recently had a friend come in town, and I learned that I could do two pages a day if I really wanted to. <laughs> so it just depends on like how on the ball I am at the time. But we get we get like a good amount of time, and then it's just how smart we like spend it. I guess is the right way to put it. But yeah, Batgirl's on five weeks for twenty pages. That's what we do. An issue. You did extra because you wore a costume. <laughs> um, so I actually, when I bought some of the comic books, I found them at Austin Books and Comics, and I brought them to the class, and I showed them to a lot of my friends, and a lot of my friends are guys, and a lot of them are, like, stealing comics, the lumberjanes from each other now, and reading them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wanted to ask, where did you get the idea for, like, the Greek gods and goddesses? And I also like the part where... Zeus comes in, he's like, let's go get ice cream, because I'm a cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> what is this book? <laughs> I will, I will come by right after this panel and pick it up. You're going to love it. <laughs> um, the Greek stuff came in pretty early. It has to do with like a much bigger 
picture that now that we have an ongoing, we can paint it instead of just being like, and now there's great stuff at the end, and I hope you liked our comic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, has, a, it has a lot, I, I don't think I'm really spoiling too much by saying this, it has a lot to do with like the campsite itself, like the location. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Spoilers. Yeah, it's lost the comic. <laughs> Probably like it's not. the smallest question ever, but <laughs> uh, do you actually have a name for your Lumberjanes fans? Because like other fandom stuff, they have like names, yes, like that, and um, like I don't know what to call myself, like at all. <laughs> I, also, I don't know what to call my teacher now, and like a bajillion of my friends, like because I can't just call them my friends anymore. Like I have to call them something different, right? Whoa. Um, <laughs> come up with it. <laughs> but like, you know, no pressure. <laughs> right now, go! Right you're now. gonna call yourself that. I don't think <laughs> fat girls have a name for the rest of their fans either. Who has, like, Justin Bieber, right? The Liebers? The Liebers. The Babs Liebers? What is Taylor Swift? There's like... Swifties? 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 Yeah. Mumbies? Oh, that's right. Lumberjumbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's his dumb over there. Bless your hearts. You're joking, but that's going to catch on. <laughs> The lesbians. Oh, lesbians. Such a funny thing to say. Lesbians. Car babies. Can we make that a thing? Is that okay? It's my last name, people! Calm down. Close to time up here. Anybody? Well, on that note, do we? Everyone's sick of us. There we go. That's it. Uh, and, uh, and a, a lumber jumbie? Is that it? Uh, you know, maybe I just I feel bad. Or <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm helping for I'm pretty married to it. It's happening. <laughs> um, stuff that you're reading, is there is there something that, that any of you have discovered recently that's really surprised you that, that you really dig that um, maybe it doesn't get enough attention? Maybe it already gets a lot of attention, but you. You like shouting from the rooftops how cool something is that somebody else is putting out. Oh man. Well, like the unfortunate thing is that like I have a stack of comics that's literally as tall as I am that I haven't had a chance to read. But um, um, no, I like everything from um, No Brow Press. Like everything they're putting out is amazing. No it's incredible. Um, and then I don't. Is it Piao? Piao? P E O W Q <laughs> Studios. They're like this really small. Um, I think they're maybe located in like Sweden. Um, but uh, I think Hannah K did a book with them, and it's incredible. Um, and all their stuff is risograph, and it's just gorgeous. Um, and the, the stories are amazing too. So you should check out that. I spelled it out for you. Maybe wrong. 
Maybe. <laughs> I made it to Hong Kong. You did great. That's what I'm plugging. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that I read is pretty, like, stuff you would expect me to read. Sex criminals, um, Bitch Planet, all that image stuff. That's really great and everyone loves. Um, oh, yeah, Alex and Ada. Really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna plug Teen Dog, and I know that we like. Dog, like I, I know that we like are supposed to because they're also in our imprint. But like, guys, it's so good. <laughs> so you should read Teen Dog because it's like just ridiculous. It's so pretty too. I don't know. The cartooning is super cute. Yeah, they capture creatures, be a puppy cat, um, help us great warrior. Help us great warrior. Yeah, good. Oh, also go back and read Midas Flesh. That one's great too. Oh, Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a Marvel time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I might do a variant for them, too, so I'm not cheesy. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I've, I got, I'm, I'm getting into comics now that I'm in the industry, so Cameron Stewart like, has been recommending me a bunch of cool ones. Uh, ones I can remember are Deadly Class, which I really like, and... Um, saga, which everybody reads anyway, yeah. so it's not like a, a, an indie one or whatever. But um, uh, one of my favorite mangas, like before I got into comics, I really like Tramps Like Us. I don't know if anyone's ever read that one. That's like my favorite comic of all time. And um, Peach Girl is really cute. And yeah, uh, I like manga too. <laughs> I would preach those. Should go back and read Blue Monday. I have it still. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's our time. So these were all great questions, and thanks so much to our panel. <laughs> you can find everybody along the wall uh, back there for to buy, buy all their things. Thank you. You can find show notes and links for this installment of Artist Edition by going to esn.fm slash artistedition slash 61, including information about Annie Bullock's store, 8th Dimension Comics, in Houston, Texas, which you should visit if you ever find yourself out there on the coast of my beloved state of Texas. You can subscribe to this Artist Edition feed all on its own, or you can subscribe to our Giant Size channel feed, which includes the main show, Giant Size, as well as these uncut, isolated, and sometimes just plain bonus, like this one, convention Q&As that we record and excerpt from on our main show. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back very, very soon with more right here in the Artist Edition feed. Thanks for listening. <laughs>